Konnichiwa. And how do y'all? I'm Leslie. And I'm Leslie. <laughs> I'm not Leslie. I'm Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm Laurie, and yeah. welcome to <laughs> Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom. We talk about all things sumo. Yeah. Maybe it's the change of weather for Maybe us. it is. Maybe we just didn't have enough Wheaties this morning. But we're here, and we are excited to talk about sumo days one through three of the November Basho. We're going to get there. We're going to tell you some of our favorite moments. We can't talk about every fight because we just don't have time. But first, well, let's just say a little something about bingo. I know that some of you are having a hard time with the new cards. And then some of you are like, these new cards are awesome. So we're just trying them out. We're trying them out. We may go back to the old system. Let us know what you think. They're easier for digital play. What we got is a cool new system that you get your card. You can work on your phone. It's more digital. But the trick is you have to save the link to your bingo card or you have to like print it out immediately which not everybody can do. It doesn't just save it for you. So um, many more people can play and they can play on their phone and make it faster. Cause like you can get a bingo, take a screenshot and then immediately email us. Like how cool is that? But then for the people used to the old system, we know it's a pain in the butt. So Change is hard. Change is hard. Really tough. Yeah. Let us know if it's just insurmountable. <laughs> we'll figure it out for next year. No worries. Just let us know. Just let us know if you love it, you hate it. We yeah. already have some people who are like strongly in the hate it camp. Yeah. But uh, hey, thanks for all of those who aren't minding it and willing to give something a try. Yeah. It's all for fun. That's right. Okay, how about a news flash? Yeah. Did you know that Kitty Bayama had nose surgery? Cutie Bayama? Is what I called him, yeah. Yes. Kitty yes. Bayama. My my fave. Now this is a translation. It said he had pus in his nose, and I was like, oh, that's I, not good. I thought, I thought that you meant already snot. talked about this in a news flash. Did you not? Well, he's saying that it's not really affecting his breathing or his wrestling. This came out, I think, midweek last week. So maybe right after our last show newsflash. But if I said it again, that's okay. You're hearing it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe you got a nose job. Who knows? I'm just not sure that I would (laughs) run face first into anyone after nose surgery. Yeah, well, apparently it's, he said it's not affecting him. So he's good. I think it was some sort of breathing. It was a breathing issue. Like, I think yeah, I heard he said it was he would wake sinusitis. Up in the the, yeah, he would like wake up in the middle of the night and he couldn't breathe, which would suck because yeah. if you need to sleep and yeah. you can't breathe at night, that sucks. But then again, I don't know. Maybe he has a deviated septum. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he has polyps. Who knows? Who maybe knows? Maybe he's creating the Cary Grant nose. What's that? The beautiful aquiline nose of Cary Grant. Oh, I don't remember Aquiline? I don't even know how to say that word. <laughs> All I know is you missed my pun. Which was nobody oh. knows. Oh, I did miss your pun. It completely went over my head <laughs> and because not... I was in the aqualine, aqualine <laughs> place. Sorry. I'm not a pun person, so I'm quite proud of myself. That was like the first pun in maybe 12 or 13 years. All right. The biggest news this week. She knows her puns. I do. I do. At least about Kitty Baba's nose. The big news this week, though, is that Ichinojo has a big old drinking problem. And this is so sad to me because, you know, I guess we all have 
they all have a persona and we buy into the persona. We believe or we generate we it. We generate it and we believe they are this. It's just a good lesson in celebrity. Like they're just average people with real problems. I mean, you saw what's his bucket from friends and like boy did he have a tough time yeah. with addiction. And we still love Matthew Perry, but uh he really went through some S H I T. And so Ichinojo is in a little bit of the same situation. Apparently this goes back. It goes back to maybe 2017. Like he joined Sumo 2013, 14, somewhere in there. Within a few years, he kind of developed a drinking problem. And from what I understand, the coach tried to deal with it, but he kept it away from the JSA. I think he wanted to keep it under wraps or see if he could send him to rehab and all that kind of stuff. He went to rehab and he promised, you know, he would be good. And then, you know, a few weeks after rehab, he would, you know, he's, he's fallen off the wagon again. This has happened a number of times. And he said, oh, well, if you let me live outside of the stable, then this won't happen. I don't want to live in the stable. And so the coach said, okay, I'll let you live outside of the stable. He lived outside of the stable and then he doesn't show up to practice one day. And he tells his coaches, because I was just crazy, crazy drunk. So he moved back in. And then apparently he had this incident where one of their ways of trying to keep a watchful eye over him and make sure he doesn't get in trouble is that they would go off and like they would go out and like Okami-san would be sitting in the restaurant and kind of keeping a watchful eye. I'm sorry, spying by Okami-san? I guess. But, you know, he has said about her, she's somewhat of like a mother figure to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it is a close relationship. And so they would they would figure out how can we watch him, make sure he keeps things under wraps, gets home in time. And he's an angry drunk, apparently. And he either pushed her out of the way, whatever. There's different stories that say what it what happened. But basically, she ended up with some bruises. He knows he was violent. And the coach is like, we will only speak to each other now via lawyer or mediator. And then he went to the JSA and he told the JSA. And this rumor has been circulating for a long time. So apparently yeah. it's been known. And we didn't it's talk just, about it earlier because it... We've never talked about yeah, it. Yeah, because it seemed like gossip for right. the longest time. Right. And, and we I, do try to be careful about not giving gossip in news sections. Right. We wait until it comes out in big newspapers. Right. But this week, like four different papers covered yeah. it. Nikon Sports, um, Sanspo, all of them had something to say. And it was kind of the same story. The only thing that's a little different from it is the JSA or one of the other stories there. As it was filtered through the JSA, <laughs> I read a story where it's like, he pushed her out of the way or whatever. You know, it kind of lessened whatever happened well when you're big well yeah but the other stories were more specific about him hitting her this was one oh. story where it was like he fell or or he stumbled, stumbled and she was in the way that kind of business yeah. and i don't like that i'm like just say it what it is everyone has problems it's not insurmountable he can get help but um it's definitely overshadowing him in this tournament what's weird is he's still there Right. He's he's still there in the tournament, is right. what I mean by that. He's still wrestling. Right. Um, so I don't know if it's the fact that lawyers are involved, and that's why he's still there, and it's slowing down that process. I don't know. For so many other wrestlers, it seems like decisions were made very quickly. Right. Well, and that, that is kind of interesting because, you know, if he's out of there, he'll be out of there. But I do think the JSA takes their time, and they will look into everything 
understand everything that's gone on before they make any sort of decision. I would think they would look at it more strictly because he has won a Basho. Yeah. I mean, considering what they did to Asanoyama and to so many other people who've gotten involved in altercations of any kind. I know. The JSA is not, it's not like nobody knew. They had to know. It's just that officially the JSA officially knows now. Well, where is the line to y'all? We are going to get to the sumo today, I yeah. promise. But where is the line when, when imbibing alcohol is part of the sumo culture of putting on weight? Because it seems to be like that right. is a big part of the culture. Well, it's all, I mean, he's not the first guy who's had a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he's one of where, many, many, many. Where do you hold that line when it gets violent? Yeah, and I think right now they're trying to figure out how violent it is. And one thing to note is that Ichinojo just got his Japanese citizenship and he Mm -hmm. is the guy that is meant to take over Minato Mm -hmm. Bea so it's a very complex situation and the implications are pretty 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 huge if they did expel him you know and uh maybe they're just getting all sides um you know lawyered up figuring out what exactly happened witnesses and all that kind of stuff so that they can make that so they can determine, judgment. did he fall into her and accidentally right. bruise her that way? Or, or did he really? He, I yeah. mean, another article said he threw things at her. So that's not cool either. But the thing is about in the past with Harama Fuji and stuff, he's a Yokozuna. He's got to have Hinkaku, right? Well, Ichinojo's not that. Now, granted, he's not an Ozeki like Asanoyama, but Asanoyama, you know, and Ryujin, they just broke rules. This is in a different category. Mm-hmm. So I... I don't just, know what to think about it. I know. I'm just I, waiting I'm for just it sad. to come down. I'm just sad about it. But um, I'm waiting for the news to drop from the JSA about what's going to happen with him. Yeah. Because I would be surprised if they ignored this. Oh, yeah. I'd be really surprised. I don't surprised. think they will. With the culture of consensus in Japan, they're going to get it weighed in on by everyone. Shall we jump into day one? Yes. Kyushu. Well, day one was exciting. I want to mention first off who we did a little a spotlight on last week, Atami Fuji. His first day in Makauchi, he he lost. Yes, but I was cheering him on. I still, I, I'm going to believe in this kid. And you know, as much as we've been watching sumo, it happens like this. The first time they're up in, you know, the big leagues, lots of times they just get trounced. And so day one, Atami Fuji lost to Hirado Umi. And uh, Atami Fuji started looking, you know, he started out looking okay, but he got up a little bit too high. Atami Fuji went for a makikai attempt. And that's when you seize on that moment, Hirado Umi ex- did exactly just that. And he rushed Atami Fuji back and out. It was a simple loss. But a loss. There might be some nerves involved there. I would imagine. Onosho versus Chiyoshoma mm. was one that I was like, wow. Yeah. Because that was like the fastest I've ever seen Onosho get. He got a double inside position and it was so lickety split fast. Mm-hmm. I could not believe it. Chiyoshoma tried a headlock throw as he was moving backwards. It was just too late. And Onosho was just too far in and... Chiyoshoma was pushed out. Yorikiri win. Well, and just admit it. It is always fun to watch Chiyoshoma lose. <laughs> I hate to say it, Chiyoshoma. <laughs> but it is. 
I know. Everybody I, has their wrestler. Everybody has the one there where you're like, I want that one to lose. I know. For some well, reason. Well, show has been getting better and hang a lot less. So I feel that way about Azamaru because he looks like everybody's grandfather out yeah. there. And that's just a prejudice of just he, how he looks like an old guy. So you want him to lose? I No, he just, yes. But I, I do want to <laughs> love just, I him. I like the way you admitted that. I do yes. want to love him. But yes. he's my guy who I'm like, I don't mind if he loses. And he's not even the oldest one out there. I know. He just looks like he's I know. the oldest one out there. <laughs> Which, know. does that make me a sumo wrestler ageist? Oh my God, yes. I am. Yes. I'm a horrible person. No wonder you like Atami Fuji, because he's a 20-year-old I know, out he there. looks like a cherub. <sighs> That's why. Well, Abby was looking good on day one. He did look to me, though, a bit softer because he had elbow surgery. Yeah. And he looked um, a little bit softer than usual. I mean, he used his typical supati in those neck thrusts and that, you know, he does so well. As I was watching the slow-mo, he did look a little soft in that elbow. So other days he looked better, you know, he's getting his mojo back, but um, it always makes me a little nervous when they come back from surgery. Yeah, but he came back looking strong. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Wakamoto Haru beat Midori Fuji. Wakamoto Haru was patient as hell, is kind of what I remember about this match. And Midori Fuji, again, when we see this Maki Kai attempt, the, uh, the, uh, the attempt at the grip switch, that's always when you're... You're vulnerable. Sus- yeah, you're susceptible to being overtaken. And that's exactly what happened. Wakamoto Haru, he saw that and he knew he had an advantage and then charged him back and out. No matter what scandal is going on with Ichinojo, he looked pretty good on day one up against strongman Tamawashi. It was a nice explosive match between two very big boys. Ichinojo and Tamawashi both are moving well in this match. Mm -hmm. They're pushing and thrusting, you know, their typical pushing and thrusting battle. Tamawashi was aggressive, but he went for his two-handed notawa, but one swat of the hand by Ichinojo got him turned to the side. And once Tamawashi was sideways, Ichinojo, all he had to do was just one big push. And Tamawashi was retreating backwards and to the edge. It was an Oshidashi win for Ichinojo. So in my dream of Tamawashi winning two Bashos in a row. I know. Got a little chink in it. I know. Like, oh, come on, Tamawashi. Come I know. on. I know. Come on. Wouldn't that be a great dream? It would be awesome. <sighs> yeah. You, like, wouldn't it be awesome if he, like, became, like, Yokozuna? Exactly. Like, no one's wrestler. expecting him to be. It would be the no best. No one's expecting any more out of him. But, like, he's And he awesome. becomes Yokozuna. I know. And takes the mantle. That's right. While Teranofuji's getting his knees worked on. I like everything about the story. <laughs> but Tamawashi's got to pull his weight. <laughs> All right. It was a close call between Kota Nawaka and Hoshoryu on day one. Even though Kota Nawaka had Hoshoryu retreating right after the Tachiai, Kota Nawaka was all over Hoshoryu. In Kota Nawaka's final push, he lunged a bit too much and Hoshoryu stepped to the side. Hoshoryu won easily. Hoshoryu did get pushed out by Kota Nawaka. He really did. But as he finished off, he fell to the ground with his arm hitting the dirt just a split second before Hoshoryu. I was just impressed by the Gyoji call here because yeah. he did not have the best view where he was yes. and it was a really close call and he called it correctly and that Gyoji has like has received the ire of so many people for making incorrect calls. Right. It was the oldest Gyoji out there. Right. And I was like, you go, you go, dude. You made the right call and no one's going to say anything about how good that call was, but I noticed. It was such a good call. So day one Gyoji win. Yep. 
Wakataka Kage versus Takayasu. I will say, um, and you know my favorite of yeah. all time is Takayasu, but I do love the Wakataka Kage energy. If you're listening in mixed company, put some earmuffs on. Takayasu blasts the shit out of Wakataka Kage with his forearm. It was a huge pushing and thrusting battle, with Takayasu following and advancing on Wakataka Kage with precision and mad crazy skill. In the end, Takayasu outmaneuvered Wakataka Kage, but something happened yeah. with Takayasu on his last step out of the doyo and he injured something it's like he landed he just like went full force into the ground and then he was grimacing and he got up and then he was limping and then i was like i'm very sad he was really slow to get back onto the doyo and to receive those envelopes yeah yeah super slow to do that and i was like i had the same question like just let it just be a tweak just let it be a tweak but there's never just a tweak with these guys and their knees because their knees are all toast we're gonna be watching him for the rest of this basho yeah okay is he gonna hold out or not yeah but he got a beautiful Oshidashi win over Wakataka Kage, yeah, day one. And, yeah, and it was a beautiful fight. I agree with you. I really like that one. Wakataka Kage's balance is so good. Yeah. Every time I watch him, he's like all he's a over the place. Machine. But he's, he's so focused. grounded. He's yeah. so grounded. Mm-hmm. He's our next great hope. Komusubi Tobizaru versus Ozeki Shodai. Shodai had the patience, and he watched well throughout, but Tobizaru was just lower, and it seemed that Tobizaru just managed to wear Shodai out. Shodai had some great escape maneuvers, but it just wasn't enough. You know, he has miracles at the edge. It just wasn't enough this time. He was watchful, but in the end, he just petered out at the edge, and he stepped out, almost giving up. Like, I I don't understand when his brain goes, uh, I'm had. Because it's so obvious. He just stops. When you're like, you, you, you've you danced on the Tawada before. Why aren't you doing that now? And this is important, y'all, because his Ozeki status is on the line. Yes. He is in Katabon status. So After if, having his Ozeki promotion party. I like know. He's got- <laughs> so he's got to get at least eight wins. And over 10 wins would be preferred for his position. But that's not a great way to start. No is to lose to Toby's eye. And then to finish it looking like you gave up at the edge. It just doesn't look good. I've got a phone call to make and it's to Shodai. I hope he picks up. And our last match, Takakesho versus Daesho. Big blast up top as typical. These two are dynamic when they go out against each other. You know, Daesho actually sort of sends Takakesho backwards a little bit on the defense, but uh, Daesho of essentially lost by jumping up trying to evade Takakesho's mm-hmm. barreling towards him and then he was in midair and yeah. Takakesho just finished him off and yep. like he just bumped him out of the out of the doyo it was an oshidashi win for Takakesho and that rounds up our day one okay day two Atami Fuji was too far forward in his tachi eye and got slapped down by Ichi Yamamoto right away in day two. So again, welcome to the big leagues, Atami Fuji. And it's he's so cute. It's hard to watch him lose. I know. I want him to win. I, I want to see the little smile. What if we find out he has a drinking problem one day? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no. I really hope not. I just want him to stay perfect as he is in <sighs> my mind right now. I know. But so far, two days in, we're only watching him lose. I know. Mm. Talking about someone else I do like to watch lose, Aoyama. 
And he lost two Ono oh shows. Very powerful, Oshidashi. Uh, there was lots of grunting and lots of flesh. This was a great one to watch in slow-mo. I absolutely loved Ono oh Show, overpowering, much bigger Aoyama. So well done in day two. Okay, big fight. Nishikigi versus Endo. Started with a classic head bonk, which is not my favorite, but Endo came in low. He got the belt underneath, but he could not push Nishikigi out. Mm -mm. Nishikigi instead pulled up on Endo's belt, lunged forward, and took Endo out. It was just a real pretty, you know, right at the edge type save when I thought Endo had him. Yeah. But Endo didn't quite have the aggression needed or Nishikigi bent his knees low enough. I don't know what it was, but it was a pretty save. Nishikigi, you cannot, you can't count him out. I do all the time, and I, I shouldn't. And he's that's really it. Really good. He's getting better. He's just unassuming as far as his personality and everything go. He's he's just not showy, but he is he's pretty steady. Let's jump to Wakataka Kage versus Kiribayama. Wakataka Kage waited for his moment, and it took a while. And he got inside from the side. Yorikiri. It was real simple the way I just described that, but. It was real pretty to watch. It was yeah. too... It looked easy. It was just beautiful sumo from both of them. I just liked it. <laughs> what can I say? It was like watching two really sleek cars, you know? Racing, like, yeah. Yeah. Just like they're built to perfection, doing their thing against each other. One of them just got the advantage. It was sleek and just sexy and awesome. Well, Katie Bayama is sexy to me. Well, both of them are. Yes, actually. both of them are. It was a, it, that was the sexiest match of the day. Okay, there we go. I'm gonna mention this one. We haven't mentioned him yet. Mitakiyumi versus Ichinojo, who's still in there. We don't know why, but he's gonna remain in there until we hear otherwise. But Mitakiyumi, talk about another storyline mm-hmm. from this Basho. He has been demoted from Ozeki to Sekiwaki. He has to get 10 wins to get his Ozeki status yeah. back. And I know he wants it because he wasn't he wasn't an Ozeki very long. Right. Yeah, I think he can do it. I think he can too. And he started well because he won on day one and he won again on day two. It was a real big man sumo. And he looks back to his old self. He He's faster than he was and he's got... Maybe it's a shoulder that's finally yeah. repaired or finally healed enough for him to get that pushing power back. Right, right. I don't know what it is, but his aggression is back, and it's nice to see the old Mitakiyumi back. Yeah. I'm going to mention this one only because it hurt my heart a little bit. Tamawashi versus Hoshoryu. Yeah. A very aggressive start by Tamawashi. He looked like the old Tamawashi. I'm calling it the old Tamawashi. It was only last Basho. <laughs> he looked like that guy that won the last Basho, but... Hoshoryu slipped down and out, and Tamawashi just kind of lost his balance and again stepped out like too much forward lean or Mm -hmm. too much aggression. I don't exactly know what it was, but. Well, and Hoshoryu's a sneaky little devil. He is. And he, so he grabbed Tamawashi's arm on the way out, which gave him a hikake, arm grabbing force out, was the official call for the Hoshoryu fight. I was surprised. I thought Tamawashi was going to take him. He looked to be in the driver's seat the entire time, but he just could not finish it. Mm-hmm. And that's always what's so surprising about Sumo is the guy who looks like the aggressor and absolutely looks like he's going to win 99% of the time. <laughs> loses at the loses edge. Loses <laughs> right at the edge. So it happened that time. Takakesho versus Kota Nawaka. 
Murder hands. Yeah. I wrote murder hands and cannonball. <laughs> it was re- over real a fast. A murderous cannonball. You can call it an Oshidashi. It was just a huge push fest. And it was just over. <laughs> it was, it was talk- just over. It was at his best doing his brand of sumo. And if you've watched Takakesho at all, you know exactly what his brand of sumo is. And that's what he did. And I thought... Kota Nawaka was going to put up more of a battle, but he just couldn't or didn't or had the wrong game plan. I don't know, but he just looked shocked like, oh, okay, okay. that didn't work. <laughs> and and then sho- uh, that showed I, but Takakesha just walked back all proud of himself with that little pouty lip. And it's just so funny when it works that yeah. well. Yeah. It must be. It just really must be like well, it's just, hitting it's a one, truck. I know it's one in the Tachiai, you know, yeah. and the, he clearly did. Takakesho clearly won the Tachiai, and the story's over. That's how good he is. And I've seen this so often in Hakaho fights where you think, what just happened? What just happened? How did he win it that fast? And that is what happened with Takakesha versus Kotonawaga. Takakesha won that time. The most interesting fight to me was the last one of the day. Shodai versus Takayasu. Yes. And really interesting because of this stat. 13 and 1. Shodai has beat Takayasu. 13 out of 14 times since the year 2019. How? How? I don't understand. 2019. Like, Shodai has Takayasu's number. I didn't know. I was not aware of that stat. That's nuts. He knows how it works. I don't know why. Well, they're both tall. And I do remember Shodai got lower. And, you know, he's always up higher. That's his downfall but with the size of both of their bellies they're similarly built and it seems like Shodai could get in a little bit lower and he had the advantage or he pulled up on Takiyasu. also Takiyasu did not look like he was in full health from the day well, before yes so that might be it might be Takiyasu is just injured now and we're gonna watch him for the next 13 days fight while injured and it's gonna be heartbreaking and my mm, i'm gonna get really uh mm, just bummed out about it <laughs> but i did notice that shodai was really good at breaking every single grip that takayasu got yeah so maybe and shodai also has like an incredibly strong grip yeah so maybe shodai's just a really great wiggler well he and is, that is his secret to takayasu he's, he's nimble yeah so he just wiggled his way out of everything that takayasu tried and came out on top great for shodai because shodai needs that win now at least he's starting with one and one, and one. one. Not great for Takayasu. Right. Now, we're still left wondering, oh, no, how are you, buddy? I know. Uh, I don't like it. That was the end of day two for me. Well, I want to mention a couple other things. Hokuto Fuji yeah. versus Wakamoto Haru. The bull is back. Yeah. He looked good. It was pretty, yeah. Yeah. Also, what was another interesting one was the Daisho versus Ura. Yeah, there was no Tachiai, basically, from Daisho here. He stood up and just watched Ura, and it actually worked. Not many people will run up to him in the, in the Tachiai. Yeah, they, I mean, he's they're so all little figuring and he's out. So sneaky. And he's so limber. Yeah. He's so limber. So... Interesting. Um, also, a beautiful Katasukashi from Midori Fuji doing exactly what he does on a much larger Sadanaumi. He's just so ding-dang good at Another it. Another person I like to watch lose. Sadanaumi. Sadana yeah, I do. Because he looks like the Wicked Witch yes. of the West. <laughs> yes. 
So we don't like people apparently on their appearance. That's not nice. They can't help it. Okay, that's not true all we the time. We need to be nicer I do, people. I do like it sometimes when Sada Naomi wins. But, I like but Sada not Naomi. all the time. I'm not a big fan club. I'm not like I Sada do think Naomi his name club. fits his demeanor, which looks sad all the time. Yeah. But he's not. He has a smile. We need to be kinder we do. commentators. We do need to be kinder. Because <laughs> somewhere out there, there's somebody who's like, what are you doing? Sadanomi yeah, is my favorite wrestler. Okay, I'm going to stop doing Everybody that. Everybody has a favorite, and yep. we're offending people left and right. <sighs> Cut Sorry. to Azamadiu's like, fan club, and there's two of them. <laughs> uh, just kidding. You mean 2,000 of them. Yeah, that's right. His mom and his dad. Yep. Okay, oh. day three. Guess who got their very first win in their very first Makauchi tournament? Atami Fuji. He did. Now, he went up against a Jirio wrestler. So it's not quite the same. Not quite the same. <laughs> but he's probably res- wrestled him before. His name is Chura Naomi, which I'm just going to call from here on out. Churros. Maybe we'll see churros. And I do love a churro. I freaking love a churro, especially dipping it in chocolate. Anyway. I'm not a churros fan. Oh, no. well, to each his own. Yep. I will say this match looked a little sloppy, but uh, Atami Fuji got the job done. So kudos to Atami Fuji. Your very first win in Makauchi on day three. Mm-hmm. Koto Echo versus Onosho. Okay, so this was the first match. It looked to me like Onosho won the mass of Tachiai and charge. And somehow, as they were both exiting the doyo, one hit the ground. Koto Echo stepped out first, but... Onosha was flying and hit the dirt. Who knows? It was too close to call. We got a two for one, a Tori Naoshi. Now, the second time around was the match we're talking about. Kotoeko stayed focused. He stayed low to the ground, close to the chest, pivoted at the edge when he got backed up by Onosho. Mainly, it was Kotoeko's left belt grab that he just would not let go of on Onosho that helped him win. He got shoved all around by Onosho, but that grab helped him maneuver Onosho in the direction he wanted him to go. He eventually got both hands. He got a double grip right at the edge, and he was able to like finish him off with a Yori Kitty win. But uh, it's just interesting to see... <laughs> What the second match looks like versus the first. Mm-hmm. It was just totally different. It was like Kotoeko knew. It's like he maybe forgot what his body was like. And then he had one go and he's like, great, I know how to I know how to defeat this. Yeah. And that's a veteran. Maybe the first match, you're just trying to remind yourself, how does this guy start? How does this guy? What's his sumo like? Oh, yeah. I yeah. sort of remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second time you're suddenly reminded, you're like, oh, now I know exactly how he steps forward. I know right. exactly what to do now. Right, right. So anyway, it was interesting. Another interesting one, uh, real quick, was the um, Takanosho versus Aoyama. I mean, it was a murderous supati from Aoyama, and that's basically that's how he defeated Takanosho. But this is the one where uh, Takanosho, who stepped off the doyo with one foot and he jammed his knee and crumpled. This is the day that Takanosho kind of fell to the ground. So Takanosho stepped over the edge of the doyo and just hit it, jamming his knee, it looked like. Ooh, anyway, wow. he was grimacing and limping. Did not look good. Okay, uh, another fun match, Hokuto Fuji versus Nishikigi. Not for what happened in the match, because Hokuto Fuji won. It was when, it was when they both fell off the doyo. Mm-hmm. Nishikigi fell off like a bear, and then Hokuto Fuji fell on top of him. And then to get out of that position, Hokuto Fuji had to crawl over... <laughs> 
uh, Nishikigi. It was just awkward and funny. And he crawled for like four or five like baby crawls. It was like a long crawl. And I was like, I'm taking note of that. Not of the sumo, but this is what Hokuto Fuji looks like crawling across another man. <laughs> Tamawashi versus Tobizaru. Now this looked like kind of like a henka, but it was and it was an attempt by Tobizaru to get an Ashitori leg pick on Tamawashi. He dipped to the side right at the Tachi eye. Tamawashi went tumbling forward and as he turned around, Tobizaru just like linebackered him out of the doyo. So Tobizaru is sitting though with a three and zero record at a Komasubi. That's a pretty great start. Yep. On the other side of the coin is Komasubi Tamawashi, who's having a zero and three start. Yep. After winning the last Basho, it's rough. <sighs> That's no fun for big fans of Tamawashi like yep. you and I are. Yep. Um, Mitakeyumi gets his first loss on day three, and it seemed. Up top, like Mitakeyumi was doing some good sumo. It was a big tachi eye. He's inching forward on Daesho. He's advancing on Daesho. He's focused. He's he's doing his pushing and thrusting series. But more importantly, Daesho is also establishing, in return, a pushing and thrusting rhythm. And with that consistent movement and thrusting, he thrusts the neck of Mitakeyumi like three times, like upward. And then on that fourth, he pulls down. And he steps back. Mitakeyumi hits the dirt face first. But I thought that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. You have the rhythm. Mm -hmm. You have Mitakeyumi thinking he's going to be able to absorb the blast in the same rhythm he's gotten it the past three times. And then that last one is not a blast. It's a pull down. Hmm. So, yeah. Shodai got a win over Kota Nawaka, who's sitting at zero and three right now. But the biggest match to me was Takayasu versus Takakesho. Now, Takayasu... Still worried about his injury. It's okay, though, because on day three, he meant business. He had a huge tachi eye, and he rushed Takakesho backwards, and with a couple of mean and ugly notawas, he was all over Takakesho. Takakesho stopped, though, his retreat. He reversed directions and charged himself back towards Takayasu, and Takayasu is now retreating. But the thing is, Takayasu has a height advantage. So Takayasu simply grabbed the back of Takakesho's neck and then stepped a little bit to the side and slapped Takakesho down. Takakesho's toast. He pancakes into the dirt. He's got <laughs> mud all over his belly. It's great. <laughs> I'm a happy girl. That, that, that was a great, great description of thanks. that. That's what I've got for day three. And that's it. Yeah, that's all we've got today, y'all. Come back for more next week, days four through Through ten, ten. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. The sumo is just heating up, really. That's right. Yeah. Until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. See y'all later. Bye. Ciao, mata.